This is exactly right. Adulting is hard, but it doesn't have to be impossible. If you want to hear more about ways you can actually live your best life, check out How to Be a Better Human. Each week, comedian Chris Duffy sits down with an expert to talk about the realistic and often unexpected ways you can improve your life. This season on How to Be a Better Human, learn how thinking about death can actually make your life happier, why it's never too late to make a change, and more. Find How to Be a Better Human wherever you get your podcasts. You know what I did today? What? Got in at 6.35, got my car from the auto shop, brought it home, played with my kids, got on the bus here, biked a little bit of the way, got a smoothie. I'm here. Grown as F. Grown I mean, gro- as F. You've no, done a I whole... Mean, why, are you, do you live on no. a farm? You've done a whole day already, and it's not even 12 p.m. I do most... Uh, I do more... Take your time, honey. You I can do it. No, I can't you can do get it. Get my inhaler. Everybody, I'm Michelle Buteau. I'm Jordan Carlos, and welcome to Adulting from WNYC Studios, the podcast where we learn how to be grown-ass adults together. together. And in this episode, we hear from two really talented people. Carrie Cottett. Yes, and she's amazing. She's Brooklyn born and raised. She has amazing style, and she tucks her shirts into her pants in a way that I could never achieve in Catholic school. And um, we also had Michelle Collins. Yes, her name was Michelle. Michelle, Michelle. Michelle, Michelle. My bell. Michelle. A mate. Oh. She's, she's a real one. She's a wit. She's quick. She's not a fake one. Whip smart. So get out your pen and paper and get ready to take some notes so you can take in all the wisdom we about to drop on you. DJ Don Will, motherfuckers. Hey, everybody. Make some noise if you have no idea what the fuck this is. Yes. Wait, this- why are the people that work here clapping? <laughs> like, not okay. This is like our 12th show. <laughs> this show is a check-in. We check in with each yes. other to see how we are getting yes, through not our on adulthood. Facebook, but like face-to-face. Yeah, like yes. check-in safe this week uh, from the disaster that is adulthood. Um... <laughs> Yeah. That's basically That guy's it. yawning. Perfect. Did you get enough vitamin D today, bitch? What's going on? What You're hungover. What'd you do last night, man? Ooh, who did you do? What Ow. didn't you do? What? Picklebacks? Let the man speak. What? What the fuck? The Hum Film Festival. The Hum? Hum. The Hum. Hum Film Festival? What, what Made up. Out. Love it. He filmed porn. <laughs> Guy that, that's gonna play me on a Hollywood movie, please tell me what the. <laughs> I know. Please stand up and they like don't know. From, it. He please looks like stand he's from up. He's from Hamilton like, the Musical. Yeah, yeah, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> look at that curly, curly hair. You look great. You look great. And that well manicured beard. He's got yeah. fucking beard oil in his back pocket. <laughs> Leave this man alone. What? That was a compliment. Oh, you okay. can't tell because of my tongue. I'm from Jersey. I get it. <laughs> So you went to the Hump Film Festival. You you uh, watched a, a couple of films. Uh, porn. Just anything, say porn. Anything good? Yeah, it's amazing. Great. I don't uh, give a fuck about the movies. What'd you drink? What did, did you, you hook up with anybody? You yeah, did you hook up? Did, did, fingers in you, fingers in somebody else. <laughs> Get to the, we're married. Get to the fucking facts, bro. <laughs> Shit. My, that should be a Lionel Richie song, Fingers in You. Fingers <laughs> Fingers in somebody else. <laughs> Fingers in you. Fingers in somebody else. That's great. 
Everybody's like, is he going to make that note? I'm going to make that note. Oh, my God. Is this your SNL audition? (laughs) It is. (laughs) Somebody get a baby grand out so I can do fingers in you. Okay. um, Well, congratulations. Did you wake up in your own bed with somebody, or did you wake up in somebody's bed with somebody else, or just alone in somebody else's bed? That's a lot of... What What the fuck happened? What the fuck happened? Somebody else's bed with somebody. Yes! Yes! Nice air horn placement, DJ Donwell. He's doing the right thing on the weekend. I like this guy's energy. Were you dragged here, sir? Or... I love it. You're he like, got the dragged like, energy. I gotta get through this. Yeah, he looks like he's like I'm he's sorry. got the energy, like he's at a Macy's fitting yeah. room, just holding everybody's shit while his woman tries stuff on. You can make it, Ethan. You can do you it. You can do it. Your talent and ability. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, Are you married? Yes. You yeah. got the married energy. Where your wife? Where's your wife? Uh, she's in Cincinnati right now. Bitch. Oh, what the fuck are you doing? That is so spicy. Okay. So you came to a show by yourself and sat in the front? No, I'm friends. Okay, friends. Dirty John. Okay. <laughs> stage i've known yes. her for a while she's so amazing she's got so many great stories and she like goes deep hard for brooklyn in a way mm-hmm. that like is like a spike lee movie but like with brown titties and i'm so excited to have her please give it up for karen, karen yes. Yes. yes yes Girl magic. Mama. Mama. you look amazing karen she Thank looks amazing. You. doesn't she look flawless so talk to me. Born and raised in Brooklyn? Born and raised in Brooklyn. Yeah. My whole entire life. Only ever lived here. That's so dope. Ever, ever. Ever, ever. The longest I've been out of Brooklyn was like three weeks when I went on vacation last summer. Oh my God. Ooh, that yeah. was your rum springer. That was, yep. <laughs> <laughs> you got off the compound. You're like, this is how the other half lives. Bye, bitch. <laughs> wow. And Wait, you have Caribbean parents. Yeah. So you're first generation. First generation. How'd that go? Uh, it went well. You know what's funny? Uh, my parents are the only Caribbean parents that I know that didn't set any expectations for my sister and I. Like, they don't want us to be doctors or lawyers. They really don't give a fuck. They were like, okay. It was so That's, strange. That was my... So, my mom's Jamaican. My dad's Haitian. Same with me. They were just like, don't get pregnant in high school. And you did it. Same. Did it. I dodged yes. a couple bullets. Yeah. I, I had, had a few deep. abortions, not gonna lie, but still. I mean... <laughs> yeah. And, I, and it's not like I put it on their credit card, so I'm adult. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. We my body, my it. choice. <laughs> Too much? Not uh, enough. Oh, man. Oh, dear. I know. It's You're 5 right. o'clock on a Sunday. Get into it, bitches. <laughs> we all have to go to work tomorrow. Let's do this shit. Yeah. Okay, we don't have jobs. Let's do it. Yeah. Speaking of jobs, you were a writer on White Snacks, uh Problem Areas. I was. I was. You were the only black woman. Yes. That sounds like a problem area to me. <laughs> <laughs> was there a one black lady in the back? I Absolutely. I know. Was that goofy? Who was that? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't 
don't know. Goofy it was the most diverse work situation I've ever been in. Like, okay. there were, like, five and six women. There was another black dude. So I was just grateful. I wasn't the only black person. Okay. Um, so yeah. I, I felt like it was the most diverse sort of situation I could hope for, do especially feel- for late night. Did Trust. you ever? But did you ever have to do what's it called uh, emotional labor, where you had to like answer as like Ooh. for all black women and things like that? I didn't feel like I had to answer for all black women so yeah. much as I felt like I had to answer for <laughs> militant black people. Because <laughs> our show was based on like the police, and right. we were we spent eight episodes sort of unpacking the problems and like systemic police abuse and what that was like. And I had been researching like police brutality and what to do on my own in my spare time like I need to do something because that's a hobby for me Uh, so when I came into that show I felt like I needed to bring that perspective you know I needed to I live in Brooklyn I'm from Brooklyn it's like we were focused on like the NYPD uh, so had to like champion for that cause right And what are you walking into a room, right? Like a writer's room or any type of office situation. What do you think the biggest misconception as an opinionated uh, black woman um, that people would have? Uh, Definitely that you're angry. Yeah. And it's just, first of all, I'm already dark skinned. I already speak like this because I'm from Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I yell at you, that's how you know I like you. Yeah. If I'm nice to you, I'm probably going to fuck your boyfriend. So it's like, I need to understand. the biggest thing like people just mistaking your passion for like anger and you never hear like white angry men and nobody's angry than white men trust (laughs) and they call women emotional and it's like that's crazy yeah Yeah. that is crazy you're absolutely right so what what did you learn from the show like do you want to do a late night show of your own yeah i was working on my own late night situation right before i started working there but you're never going to turn down experience working with white cynic and it was like I did one season there and I learned and I was like, this is really cool. Yeah. But I really like being on camera, on stage. So I felt Girl, like you cute creatively stifled 10 yes. months in a room. You don't put her in a room. I know. You don't even put her on a podcast. Y'all got to see me. I hope there's a visual situation. <laughs> it will be. Digitally. There's the internet. Fucking make an Insta we'll take, story. We'll take some pictures. Don't worry. We'll take yeah. some pictures. We're going to tag you. We're going to get to good angles. Can we get don't back worry. to you fucking people's boyfriends? So um, <laughs> you are, and this is, and this is also a very Caribbean thing too. Like, owning your sexuality like when I was six years old I like I learned how to waltz work from my older cousins you know what I mean like mm-hmm. like car- carnival is like nothing you put on a bikini and some butterfly wings and you go like ju- fucking uh-huh. juve with fucking everybody else and play mass and shit so like yes. when were you able to like really own your sexuality and not apologize for it well I the stuff that you mentioned because like I grew up playing mass dancing mm-hmm. I never felt there was nothing about that that was sexual that was just like dance that was freedom of expression but like yeah. in terms of sexuality i think i was a little bit advanced like i went to high school when i was 12 years old and, what okay and everybody, oh, okay. Brown City, <laughs> i mean i'm not a brown i might not have went to brown oh. honey but <laughs> <laughs> and when i got there freshman year everybody else was already having sex like 14 year old girls they were already fucking and i was like really like i came in just like kissing somebody else taught me what 69 was just like you don't want to put this number after your aol screen name yeah <laughs> I, I just thought it was oh, so cute was that a teacher that is a good tip <laughs> are, are, are women or men are, are people intimidated by you you gotta ask people um, I don't think feel so. I think so. Are you it's, dating? It's much, oh, God. See? I have not. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm doing a bit about it. I'm like, I have not had sex in 10 months. 
What? That's too long. And if you think that's bad, I wrote that joke a year ago. No! You know what? I'll tell you what. Wow. It's sort of like Richard Gere and Pretty Woman. It's like sometimes you got to get on the balcony and see what the view is. Don't be scared. I'm not scared. It's just hard to meet people, especially as like... But it's not even about... It's easy to meet people. It's hard to get to know people. Sometimes you just got to sit on a dick and just like... You know, I met my husband out of a one-night well, stand. Well, no, she obviously... The thing is, I want to. You have standards to. and you... Yeah. No, it's not even all of that. Like, I, I want to be a hoe, but my heart's not in it. Okay. <laughs> like, I really wish I could, but yes. I have to like your personality. It's more than just a physical thing. Like, I really wish I could just be like, mm, let me fuck you. But dudes oh. talk and it ruins it. She gets dry. Right. It's like, fuck. <laughs> shut up. I know, but... I'm so mad. Yeah. You want to take your time. Is that what you're saying? Like, you want to meet somebody, you want to take your time with no, that person? or is that's it just... not what... That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if I found someone, if there was someone now, anyone, yeah. anyone, please, anyone out there, Any, stand anybody, up, stand up. turn the lights on this right is a now. Town that was hard, that was good looking, and was well, like reasonable. Ethan, you special. His, his wife's out of town. So. <laughs> how do you, how do you break up with somebody? Have you broken up with somebody? I broke up with my last boyfriend. Ooh, that's so adult. How you do it? We just knew, well, this is a different situation because we were together for like five years and we're oh, like wow. soulmates and we had like this great love, but he's damaged because his mother never loved him. Oh! And that's a real thing. Like you cannot combat that. There's no, you cannot love a man out of that. So he was just like, yes. we can be together forever like this. You could be my baby mother. We could do all this. I was like, sir, sounds like you're trying to sell me short and yeah. I'm, I'm not here for that. So I don't have any more years to give you, sir. Yeah, wow. But thank you, sir. But I love you still, baby. If you listen, man, I wish. <laughs> like, if you could just go to therapy. I believe in you. <laughs> thank you for believing in him when he doesn't believe in himself. Um, like, what's the most grown-up thing that you want for yourself You want to do it for yourself. Yeah. Adult, yeah. I mean, you're you're pretty much doing a lot of stuff right now. If I did focused. this show a month ago, it would have been a different answer. But huh. right now, for like the last three weeks, I finally fi feel like I'm tapped in. Like I started by making up my bed every morning, which is a very, it's a small it. feat, but I, it's like, clap it up, oh, Ethan. Big clap thing. it the fuck up. I love that. I write in my gratitude journal every day, every oh. night, a five minute journal. I hope we're in it. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I said, I hope that... I, they said, what would make your day great today? I said, having a great time at my shows tonight and right. getting to... Yeah. Oh, I'm, I so I'm manifesting that. shit. I'm yes. eating well. Yes. Before I go to bed, I write down my list so I know what I'm doing the next morning. Like, Ooh, it's lit. Shit. Yeah, and then you're going to manifest that dick. Carrie, I hope so. Yo. Woo! She's amazing. God damn. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to Adulting! Here we go. Okay. First question. Let's go. Pretty good handwriting. Okay. Should I be friends with someone 
from New Jersey. I, <laughs> parenthetical, I live Fucking in the rude. city. She I am from is Jersey, from you New Jersey. You dumb motherfucker, all right? I, first of all, I would not be friends with you if you paid me secondly. <laughs> I'm giving my right eye a heartbeat thirdly. You I'm, should not. We're yeah, terrible. I'm We're sorry. terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry I wrote that question, all right? <laughs> all right, uh, what, what the hell am I supposed to do with all this mail? So many papers. Oh, it's true. Where do I put it's it? It's so rude. Thank you. Love you. Oh, my God. Was that a thank you? Yeah. What do you do with all the mail that you get? Oh, it's terrible. Sometimes it does pile up. And then other times, like, I just, like, get really high and go through it. Like, I'll, take, I'll have a little edible and just go through mail. Like, it's fun. Don, what do you do with your mail? Um, I leave it on a pile on my table, and I kind of use it for, like, a to-do list and scrap paper. That's very good. Yes! I do, like, yeah. a, a to-do list on the fucking paper. I try to make sure that it makes it into recycling. Like, yeah. I, Ooh, I, yes. I, I usually open just about everything that looks pretty important, but I try to make sure that if it's a letter, then I put that also in the scrap paper bin for my printer, yes. which is really helpful. And then I just feel fucking good yes. about like, printing, shopping lists, or whatever the fuck. Not mad on at your that journey. Thing. Thank you. Wait, let's just like. Why are you guys not writing this down? Okay. Because <laughs> they don't have any paper. They recycled uh, it. Hey, uh, dad joke. Okay. Uh, my boss is a jerk, and no one believes me. What should I do? You know what? I will say that when I first moved to New York City, um, I used to edit at WNBC overnights, and and there was a lot of like uh, dudes that were grandfathered into um, the business, yes. and they didn't know anything. They were just there collecting money, and this dude was like older, just like very racist, and like it was the first time he like someone made me cry that I didn't know, right? And just the way that he talked to me was like I was less than, and that I would get fired, and then I was like in trouble for just like going outside or like mm -hmm. being peppy and like I was only like 22 or 23 and I realized that I was like oh I don't know how to deal with manipulative people right because right. it was like a backhanded passive aggressive racist situation and so because I have light skin he thought he could also talk shit about black people to me and that was really the uh. first time I was put in that position and the black woman was our boss and what? so yeah so I was like this guy's terrible and it was really hard for me to understand why he was terrible and like explain what like how he was terrible, right? Yeah. And I remember I would like cry and I was just like, I'm not even fucking this dude and I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And no, I don't. But uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna, not gonna, but I will I will say that yeah, I, I, I have had people on a job like police my behavior. And so, that, so I come to, like, that's what you're talking about, yeah. you're being so mean, that I ask them, I don't know if this person is doing this to you, but I ask them, I'm like, are you straight up, like, policing my behavior? And when you ask someone that... So sassy. They'll, yeah. They'll be like, uh, no, but, you know, and uh, run away. Because once you call out what they're doing, they will stop. They will stop, or they will become more conscious of what they're doing. Believe me, believe me. We're going to get those motherfuckers. We're going to get them. We're going to make it. Take it from it. the little nerd. Yeah, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. I love it. This is like turning into a TED Talk. <laughs> How do you tell a good friend slash roommate that you don't want to live with them anymore? Oh, <laughs> Are you here with said roommate? <laughs> you, don't, you don't do that. You don't. People are crazy. Uh, what you got to do is be like Shawshank Redemption, burrow your way out, get on fucking Zillow Neil. <laughs> And find a new place and then just be like out at the, at the height of the night. That's what you've got to do. That's 
It's hard. What, what have you done that before? Have you? I know you have. You've. you've yeah, you I had yeah. one roommate, and that was enough. Because she was so pretty, I thought she'd be clean, and she was dirty as fuck. I was like, "How are you so pretty and so dirty? That's not fucking cleaning. You yeah. just dusted." And then she really loved olive oil. We put it on her hair and her face, and all the doorknobs were like fucking slippery. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> And then she had an all-white cat named Cocaine. I was like, what the fuck is going on? The cat was evil. Who were you, who were you roommates and then, with? Gia I don't know. Karanji? She was a pretty bitch, she was a pretty bitch oh, that I knew. Oh I don't God. know. That's hard. Wait, you can... Mm, you can ooh, ooh, ooh. I, I yes. kind of did something similar, but it yes. was, that didn't go well. Okay. What did you do? Um, in college, me and a bunch of my friends were going to live together. We were going to move off campus. Yeah. I, I went to school in Ohio for a year. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and our, for our second year of sophomore year, they like, let's get an apartment together. I was like, cool. Looked at the place. We were going to sign the lease. And then I moved to North Carolina. Oh, that's fucked. <laughs> and I, I didn't tell anybody I was going to North Carolina for school. I just kind of left. You just ghosted? I, I, I ghosted. That is that's so That's what you up. do. You sign that second year lease that's extension. You're like, I'm out. That's what he was saying. You got to fucking get out of there. <laughs> No. Start the cars. That is such a sophomoric thing to do. I think we should bring our, our last guest bring out. Bring our last guest. She's Let's so do fucking it. dope. She's yes. so fucking dope. I've known her for fucking ever since I first started comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a beautiful name. It's Michelle. LOL. <laughs> uh, she has a show on Sirius Radio. Yes. She was on The View. She's been on a ton of. Oh my gosh. She hosts like the after show of 90 Day Fiance, which I can't. <laughs> mind blown. She's already done everything she could fucking do for me in life. I love it so much. Please help me welcome our friend Michelle Collins. So good. You look so good. Give him a little something. Yes. Uh, serving oh Ashkenazi goop in a way I was Can not ready for. <laughs> I was like, what is it, 68 degrees? I'll wear my woolen onesie. Um, anyways, yeah. I have rain hair. And, your hair's um, beautiful. Your rain You're always hair? beautiful. I know. And I'm showing a little angst. Boys Hello. shaved up to here. What's up? Let's What's talk. your bedtime routine? Well, it sucks yeah. now. Okay. I feel like I had kids, even though I am like... You have a morning show. I have to be at yeah. my show at 7 a.m. live every day, Monday through Ugh. Friday. And I... Thank you, guys. And also, I love to complain, so it's like actually perfect because I can bitch about how little sleep I'm getting without yeah. having kids. So like, you know, it's like, I can tell you enjoy doing that because yes. it's fun. You like yes. to make people feel like shit. Yes. And I'm like, I slept four hours. <laughs> Anyways, I love doing that. Yeah. God, oh God. So you must be like so sober. Uh, no. I, uh, <laughs> no, not even, um, no, not at all. Not a little uh, bit? No, I go no. out and I drink, and then, I mean, not every night, obviously, but, like, if I have an event, yeah, I'll go yeah. to an event, I'm a lady. Oh this my God, is also so flattering. Yeah. Michi and Jordy's, what's new? Talk to me. We're no, we want to talk to you. We're interviewing so you. Yes. You're our <laughs> But you I haven't seen you guys in so long since the last show, really. But I, yes. I know, but now I have like questions for you. Um, okay, so wait, what should we... Okay, You know why? Because the biggest crush pod- when you were a kid. Um, I had a crush on this kid, Kevin. We went to see the Aristocats together when I was in kindergarten. <laughs> and um, I'm 78. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, I remember that I thought I missed our date. Like, I remember oh, I no. fell asleep uh-huh. and yeah. to take a nap. And I woke up and I had that moment where I was like, it's tomorrow. And I missed it. And I started to cry. I was like a little kid. Oh. 
and um, and then I had a crush on this kid, also very little, um, who was in my swimming class. And I just remember Godzillaing around the pool, chasing him. He didn't love it. Um, and then, you know, I was like, li- and I have very long arms and legs. You know, my ape index is like through the roof. You know about the ape index? No, it's that. It's what like German rock climbers like compare. Right. <laughs> they compare their height to their arm width. So oh, I'm, shit, yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. So I'm six foot one, already yeah. monster-like. But then I have a six foot four inch wingspan. And when I, I know, I'm like Phelpsian. Like when I Google, but I'm also fat. So I'm like, what? Like how did I get fucked? You're not be, fat. Stop. I should be climbing. Listen. Don't start with me. I go yeah. on the real real. I put in the XXL fingies cross. I know. It's very like, relatable content. I'm I don't like know what else Gucci. The only thing that fits is perfume. Fuck that um, noise. <laughs> yeah. What is one habit you need to let go of this year? Oh my god, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Um, what is one habit? Like shopping. That's okay. a real one. That's a real answer. Yeah. I actually learned of something that I have on my show. I have um. I think they call it like shopping bulimia or something, which I'm not, you know, it's 2018, so can I even say the B word? But it's 2019. It's 2019. That's exactly right. Well, that's my time. But By the way, that's the amount of sleep yeah. I get every night. <laughs> um, also, living yeah. in the past. I'm it's sorry. Like, I was, uh, no, but it's where you buy a lot of stuff yeah. and then you just return a lot of stuff. So I do uh, shop a lot, Okay. but then I return a lot of stuff. Do you do that? Well, Amazon lets you re- like, Amazon lets you return everything. I don't do Amazon though because I don't like oh. the packaging. You know there. what I do? Oh, if I buy something too get? small, I'll like ASOS some all. You know what I'm talking about? I, I know. Amazon sends you unnecessary boxes and wrap and shit. All plastic bubbles, and yeah. I'm like not even. I want to return it, but then I don't, and then I keep uh, it in my closet for like almost two years, and like I donate to Jamaica. That's nice. I donate. There's a church around the corner for me, so I'll schlep like contain those container store shopping bags. Can we discuss the best? I'll, they're very stiff, even though they're plastic. I'll stiff it open. I'll toss all my garbage. Hope there's a giant in the neighborhood who like needs stuff. And then that's like every time I go and I'm like, Thinkies crossed. Hodor lives, you know, down the block. And um, and I'll drop a bag of my garbage off, and they're always like, thanks. And I'm like, there's stuff with tags. Like I'm always nice. Everybody's like, there's oh, stuff with tags. Yes. And they're yeah. like, you can go. <laughs> they don't want to be. I'm like. Okay, enjoy it. You know. But let me ask you this: I, I feel on, like sorry. you're a neat person. Are you? Are you like? I get. A, um, I get a feeling of like neat organization. Like if you went packing for a trip, there would be bags within bags. Within no, bags. that's my mother. But my okay. mother is like anal retentive. You know how you're not your parents. So like, if your parent is messy, you'll be neat, etc. And it kind of yeah, gets you yeah. down. So my mother is like Nazi white glove. Like honestly, OCD, mental illness, neat. Okay. And so I'm not dirty. Like I dust. I love a Swiffer. I love anything that attracts dust. I have two Dysons. I go. Yes. I put them on each arm, and I just Edward Scissorhands my whole house. I like. <laughs> I go full Doc Ock. I just wave them around. I suck everything up. But I am not. Uh, but I'm not neat. Like I, because my clothing, I go crazy. I have like a lot of stuff. So like finding, yeah. I don't know, especially because I'm waking up so early. So you I'll be like too? crazy in the morning. For finding me at stuff. least, like growing up. I I went to a lot of Catholic schools, so we had like one civilian day where we got to wear an outfit, mm-hmm. and then my dad never wanted me to buy another outfit because he's like, "There's no holes, you're fine." I'm like, "This isn't Haiti, okay? Can I just get another yeah. fucking shirt?" And then when they started making plus size clothes, I was like, "Oh, I didn't even know how to shop for myself properly. Yeah, I would just take clothes and like manipulate." And now that there's so much plus size clothing, like I can't stop buying. Well, this shit. is exactly what happened to me. So when I was in high school, oh, I love to brag. I was homecoming senior princess. That means no, I got you- second um, <laughs> because Sharon Walker of North Miami Beach, Florida was homecoming queen and punched me in the face as I congratulated her. It's a long story. But when I went to get my dress, this was in 98, yeah. I went and where could I go? I was like a size 14 or up. Yeah. I went to Macy's and I'm also 6'1". So I ended up, you know that 
back in the day, before like they had nice plus size stuff, that shiny jersey that had the glitter glued onto it. Does anyone in the audience know what I'm talking about? Yes, you know what I mean. I will show you my prom dress. You were describing it. My feet stuck out of it. I looked, Mm -hmm. it was just an absolute nightmare dress. And I wore it and I got crowned. And then (laughs) now I'm the same way. I'm a size 11 shoe. I'm not a tiny size. They have ASOS, like all the tall shit. Yes. I hoard, I'm like, I need it in case. I have, Literally 20 gowns. I have 20 gowns in my house. You have 20 gowns? I'm not being sarcastic. Literally. No, because I find a gown that's long, and I'm like, I have so many events, and I love to be heckled. So it's perfect. I just love everything I love in one thing. Dorinda. Let me ask you a question. You're a hostess. You're a hostess. But do you often host? At Fridays, by the way. At Fridays. Oh, my gosh. If you need a table, you host me. You're a host. You're a host, but do you host? Do you host at your home? Yeah, I do host at my home. Okay. I have a roof area in my house that's really nice, so I have people to the room. Oh my god, invite us. We're great guests. I would love to have you. I just built all my IKEA furniture and it was an absolute pain in the ass. So yeah, come over. Oh, oh anytime. How did you for do you. that without losing your mind though? Um well I was fully sun poisoned. It was like castaway. I I was painting pictures of Helen Hunt <laughs> on the side of the wall. Um so I did lose my mind, Jordan. Thanks for ringing it up. But uh, and also do you know what IKEA did to fuck me? So I bought these beautiful loungers, like really nice. I did the weight test in the store, like I bounced on it a little Got bit. In case anyone came over, you know you never know. So I was like, okay, this will support like at least 350 to 400 pounds. So then, uh, so they started building it and they sent me two of the same armrest sides. So, but I didn't realize it. Like, it's almost like an uh, an IQ test where when you figure out that they fucked up, because you're just getting it wrong over and over again. Yes, yeah. yes. They are, they are here to, to like mentally fuck with us. Okay. I, it's yeah, like a, no. I can't explain it. Like little homeland. by little. No, you already little explained it. I'm going to yeah. ugly cry like Carrie. Um, yeah. How do you make adult friends? Um, that's a great one. You know, I'm just friendly. I don't know. How do okay. I make friends? Are you a friend grabber? Do you make friends through Shit. your friends? Sometimes. That's a good one. Ooh. Yeah, yeah I do that. No, I'm also that. a friend hoarder. Like, I just, the way I am with clothes, I am with people, too. Like, do you not like when people befriend your good friends? I don't mind, but I then I have that. to become the therapist for the two that, when they start pissing each other off. Yeah, that's fair. And I don't like that. Mm. But I feel like you could talk to anybody, like, I feel like the, the neighborhood is your friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, you well, would that go. paints me as an absolute lunatic, but yeah, go on. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, George. I'm talking to a fire hydrant. Yeah. (laughs) Like, George, you're thin. It's like an Afghan dog. We talk about this all the time on the show. We have no no idea. Sorry. In your adult life, how do you break up with a friend? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, it's tough. That's a really tough one. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm very sensitive. No, I'm I'm thinking about this out loud. And I actually talk about this on my show, too, about, like, toxic adult friends. It is, um, I think it does have to come down to ghosting. I hate to say it. I do think Shit. that if yes. there is someone, if, if there is not like a, obviously with a friend, like no sexual connection. Right. And sometimes it's just easier, at least like I'm a cancer with a Libra moon, which is like a full recipe for like anyone else. Great. Um, anyone, do you know what I'm saying? Cuckoo. Anyway, so <laughs> I prefer the ghosting aspect of it because I think that it just, it's kinder. It Otherwise, what do you say? It's like, you know. I can't explain it. Like, I just feel like when you know someone is toxic and when you know there's no going back from a hurt or a pain, and I do carry pain, like, very deeply, as does my mom. Like, it's just how we were kind of brought up. My mom cuts people at the fucking drop of a hat. I mean, my mom, I did not have a good role model for 
I don't do that, but I'm saying that like right. it's no, no. taken me time. You know what I mean to realize like, oh, that's fucked up what she does. You know. Right. Do you talk it out with people? Give them a, give them a shot if they've pissed you off, or is it like yeah, we're well, good you're friends, done. of course. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Oh, but yeah. what about when you're talk. on the other side of the when someone's mad at you? Then what do you do? I'm like, you're ridiculous. Oh. Why would you be mad at me? I'm perfect. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm here for you. Don't ask me a question unless you want the answer. And also, like I, I you know, people being mad, not being invited to, like. Like a show or my wedding, it's like calm down. A sh- wait, People are probably a show pissed. or your wedding? Weddings, by the way, I think that <laughs> so weddings like are expensive. the ultimate. Your weddings are the ultimate fuck you moment in a friendship or in, yeah. a, in a family, and everyone knows what I'm saying because it is. That's why people walk away from weddings like I'm never speaking to them again. Or if you weren't even invited, forget it. Yeah, I'm. You make a union and you break up with like seven people at once. Weddings are the ultimate decider. I have a yeah. few people I need to cut. I need to get married just to <laughs> let them know. Just that to it's let over. them know. Like yeah. I get a hint. I You're not that. coming to Vegas. You're I not the match P. I love that. <laughs> So let's take it's some questions struggle. from the audience. The we have a lot. Yes. Right. Yes, do it. You guys having fun? Guys Are you guys? Yeah. yeah. We've been okay. It's very fun. You. I feel like I'm really. Spotlight's on you. Spotlight's on me. Yeah. Girl, <laughs> where do you think you're going? I won't sing that. What if I just tr- like truly spotlights on me? <laughs> I would love that. Wait. Tell me ch- something, girl. You know I sing that at my show. No, you don't. Yeah. But I sing it. I go, tired? I'm off the deep end, watch as I dive in, I'll never leave the ground. We cannot afford that song. It's so rabbinical when she, that's a freedom for me because now I'll sing the whole thing. The idea of me singing like that on a podcast is like, I'm at the end like giving a steak to the dog, good night moon. But let me add. That um, it's so rabbinical. If you sing that, oh, wow. <laughs> what is this? Pesach? Where am I davening in the Chabad? It's so rabbinical. Okay, I can't oh handle any of it. So, I love it so much. I have I have people come duet with yeah. me, and then I because I love I sing I can sing really deep opera. I <laughs> know. My that. dream is to be Javert and Les Mis. Like I'm like Eponine, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Give me Javert. There, out in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> A fugitive running, falling from God, falling from grace. I should have just started with this. I didn't know there was so much. Major mistake. Yo, man, hook it up. Hook it up. All right. I'm moving to a new city. How do I make friends? Where are you moving, kind person? Oh, you're oh, not going to no, make any friends. No, there's no... Do you like them? Those, those I'm really so, sorry. Those oh. are sociopaths. Yeah. <laughs> They're not... Are you remotely funny? Are you like on a scale of one to ten? Are you like a three funny? I'm quite charming. Okay, you'll be the... Oh, quite wow. charming. She'll be the funniest person in yeah. D.C. When I go to D.C., the people in D.C. are so serious that yeah. if you're remotely funny, like say one funny thing in your lifetime, they'll be like... Who's Kathy Griffin over there? Like they don't know what they don't know what to do with it. So the charm yeah. factor will actually add my, go sit, listen to me. Go sit at a bar. They're actually nice in DC. They're I'm not nice. talking the Trump people. I'm talking like humans. No, you'll DC's be fine. Beautiful. You'll be fine. It's I just came in from DC this morning. It's only three hours away. <gasps> this is like another targeted cute to Mish. Oh shit. At what point do you think singlehood singlehood will be considered acceptable? A la marriage, kids, blah blah blah. I mean, is it a choice? Fuck. It's kind of like you're single. You're single. Like it's either you want. I mean, if you want to be single, I don't see what the issue is. 
is. Yeah. yeah. No, I think, also, yeah. Is, I think singlehood is definitely accepted yeah. here about, in New York City. It's like, not about being single on. or being with someone or having kids. It's just about being happy for yourself, I think. Yeah. And the great thing now, it's like, do you remember like when we were growing up and like somebody's parents would get divorced and you'd be like, holy shit, they got divorced. Are they on crack? Like everybody, like everything was so <laughs> fucking precious. And now it's just like we are all dipping and doing it and living our lives. And I feel like getting back to what you were saying with people in D.C., as long as you're not a sociopath, you okay. So I feel like singlehood is fine. I'm waiting yeah. for that first round of divorces to come through. I'm 37. Mm. It's time. Time oh. is running out. It's happening. It's happening now. I'm like literally waiting outside of New York, like city court. I'm like, what happens? <laughs> I'm really sorry. What are you doing there? Like, <laughs> 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 Tinder. That's a new app <laughs> called good. Recently, like, Divorce Say What? <laughs> yeah. And it's also Divorce good for widowers. Oh, wait outside. Okay. How do I pretend to be excited for a wedding? What does it say? I got a wedding. I got for, you. Yeah. Um, how do I pretend to be excited for a wedding? A wedding. Just leave it at that. After That's a wedding. good question. I think how do you pretend yeah. to be excited for a wedding is. Um, I will say, um, as a single person, you get excited about who you can possibly make out with. I think going weddings are a great yeah. um, fostering ground for big time sluts, and so you show up, just live your best life. You know what, too, but not anymore because everyone's married now. It I sucks. guess, but when I was a single friend going to a wedding and there was no plus one because people are fucking evil, um, they would always like sit me at the table with uh, couples they didn't like. Like in a corner, I'm like, put me with the single people, even the old people that like drink. I had friends invite me to a wedding that I sort of invited myself to. I was mm -hmm. like, I'll be there. A destination wedding in Santa Barbara. Beautiful, lovely Shit. couple. Wait, and I get there. I was like, I looked like Princess Amidala. I was frosted <laughs> in the face, like little red lip. I was like, I'm ready. And she sat me across from her like rabbi who's obsessed, this old rabbi who was obsessed with me. And he would not stop talking to me like through all the vows and everything. I was like, rabbi, like I was getting so upset. And then I had, she had like gorgeous friends. They were all, and they were all like the couple's friends were all at their own table. And I was like with all the scraps. No. I know. And I still have. Um, Been there, done that. It sucks. It's terrible. But if you get a plus one, you can't really bring a girlfriend. I feel like people get pissed. You have to bring someone they in a couple They do get pissed. I don't give a fuck. Because it's like wasting their money. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. they think. But I'm like, she got to give you a gift and pay for her fucking head, her meal. So mm. bye. All right. Two of my best friends just became business partners, hair studio, this sounds like trouble, and their communication styles are clashing. One tells the other to fuck off with her feelings. What should they do? I think you should stay out of it. What's the next question? <laughs> um, that's such an easy one. Just mind your own business. Am I wrong? God. Yes. No, you're not. Yeah. Um, how many? Sp hold on. How many spare? Oh, rolls of toilet paper is too many. How many spare rolls do I have? I was like three. That's so funny. <laughs> we get a toilet paper question at least every, every fucking show. Fucking, you gotta have at least. Is that a question that an adult what's actually the, fucking what's has? What's the matter? Have at I'm, least four rolls at all times. Yeah, yeah. at least Thanks, four Dad. rolls. I mean, that is. I go crazy. to Costco and then I, I go and I buy. I walk out looking like Mrs. IBS. <laughs> I literally walk out marshmallow manning. They're like on my arms. I'm like, hi, like paper streaming. I love toilet paper. I buy the Charmin and I buy their, their Kirkland brand paper towels. Forget about it. Oh, it's the best. good. The best. Kirkland is really like the Bushwick of Seattle. Go on. <laughs> what's, Jordan, what's the question? What's one piece of laundromat etiquette you would uh, want a newcomer to know? Ooh, okay. You guys, I used to hang out in the laundry mat when I lived on 56th and 9th. And people would fucking talk to you. And they don't shut the fuck up. And it's hard not to make eye contact. You headphones. have to like work really hard at it. Headphones. I didn't have headphones back then. I think I had like a CD strapped to my arm and I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> Radio Rocky. Yeah, so yeah I listened to uh, Mary J. Blige. But... And you know what? You know what's good etiquette too in the laundromat? Don't fold your fucking panties. Like all out in the open. 
Like, fucking be ashamed, scrunch them in the back like an adult, <laughs> and fold them at home. I don't want to see all your fucking panties and your stains and your life. When I, when I do my laundry, because I have laundry in the building in the basement, and I have about 700 pairs of beige Spanx, and it literally looks like a Mrs. Doubtfire convention came from my fucking apartment. <laughs> it's like, genuinely, so many beige, like, holy things. And I will just take every washing machine up with beige Spanx. When I lived in L.A., I would send my laundry out. Did I ever tell you guys this quickly? No. I would send my laundry out, sparkling coin, do not use them. And one day I called, because my laundry was late, and I was like, hi, um, you know, I just, I want to speak to Brian. Like, and they go, is this, uh, is this Michelle? They, like, knew my voice, and I was like, yes, it is. They go, oh, one second. Like, dying laughing. I was like, what the fuck? And then they were all, like, crying laughing. They came back on the line. And my, Steve and my friend said they're all, they've all tried your Spanx on. 100%. No! no! Like, no! 100%. I would send over, truly, it looked like from, like, drag race, like, pads, shit, shit. And I would send it, and they for sure have all, and they're probably little guys. They go went over their head. They're long, you know. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening. Oh, my God. Wow. Last question, okay. Michelle. Fuckers. This has been right. so fun. Last question. Okay. When is it time... <laughs> Uh, this is a really beautiful one. Okay. When is it time to give up on plan A and rethink a plan B? Oh, shit. Damn. Fuck. Everyone does, does that. Mean? But you know, everyone does that. Don't you think so? Where you think yeah. something's going to turn out one way and you kind of yeah, have to go yeah, with yeah. the flow. I, no. yeah. I think if you have high expectations, your patience must match that. Yeah. Um, so I don't think you should give up and, and do plan B quite yet. If you're still in this town and you're still in the rat race in the city, like it took me 10 years to get my first like network writing job. And that was the 10 years. So do you think I thought I, I thought I wasn't funny? I thought I wasn't talented, and it's true. Um, but but I kept going. You gotta you you don't give up. Keep it up, right? <laughs> Done well, you got anything? Right? I would say if it's absolutely to the wire, figure out how to harmonize plan A and B, but don't give up. That's beautiful. Hey. Oh, That's we beautiful. don't want you guys to give up. Thank you so much for coming to Thank Adult you for coming. Day. You guys have been fucking amazing. Thank you for hanging out. Give it up for Michelle Collins one more time. Be kind to each other and wear condoms. This was such a great show. Michelle Collins is nonstop fun. Ah, I burn calories every time I hear her talk. Mm. And Carrie caught it. I love her. She the best. Adulting was produced by Blakeney Schick and Odelia Rubin. The adulting team includes Joanna Salataroff, Paula Schumann, Joe Plort, Keegan Zemma, Irene Trudell, and Chase Colpon. And the live show is produced by Christian Banda. Our theme music is by Isaac Jones with additional music by DJ Don Will. And if you like this episode, don't forget to rate us. Or write a review. Write a great review. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on our next episode. That's right. And remember, guys, if you're single, don't forget to open your heart, your mind, and your legs. Ow. What? Love is a lottery game. No one's playing the lottery. Once you gotta sit on that dick and figure it out. Why did you have to look deep in my eyes while you're saying <laughs> <laughs>